Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. This morning, um, I'm going to read from the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. And my message this morning is entitled, Launch Time, as in launch. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, We've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me. From me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all. And followed him. So, Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace in the most wonderful name of Jesus this morning. We pray, Lord God, as I bring this word that you've laid on my heart, Father, that each one would receive exactly what you want them to receive. Not my words, but your words. Holy Spirit, that you would flow through me, that you would touch through me, that you would impart and impact each one that hears this morning, the things that you want to say to each one. I pray you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer, Lord God. And I give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honour because, Lord, it's all about you. And I pray in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. At the beginning of our year, and as um, Chelsea said, we're heading towards the end of the month. This week we have Australia Day. For those of you watching online from overseas, and we have a few that tune in, um, this Wednesday is Australia Day where we celebrate Australia as a nation and its incredible complexity and its multicultural and diverse um, groups that all form part of this incredible nation that is Australia. And we are so blessed to be here and be Australian and to be living in this place in this time. So 
we're heading towards Australia Day. We're heading towards school going back. Um, and all the parents said? Yeah. yeah. And all the kids said? Amen. <laughs> but do you know, this week as I was really pondering and thinking about what is ahead, I felt the Lord say to me, launch out, launch out. We had a board meeting um, last Sunday afternoon. We did it via Zoom and that was quite an experience for all of us. But you know, some of the things that we were talking about and things that we're going to unfold for you guys um, in the weeks to come as we um, have Vision Sunday in February and we'll talk about some of those things. We just, um, just, I'm just so aware of the times that we're in and the things that we need to do as a community of God into our community, both here in Murray Bridge and at Salisbury, Smithfield Plains and, um, and beyond in those areas that we reach out to with the love of God. And new beginnings in New Year's, not always a great time um, because we, as Caleb said so succinctly in his message, we can look back and we can see the negative. We can see things where we didn't quite hit the mark, where we didn't hit the target. But it's also one of those things where you look back and you say, yes, I achieved this. Yes, we did this together. Yes, as a team, we did this. And um, really work on building building things into strength that have become a beginning for us. So new beginnings are great times to take stock and look at what's working and what's not. And when it's not working, we need to understand what God wants us to do, whether we need to prune, whether we need to graft new things in, whether we need to adjust, and it's always a great time to do that. Beginning of the year, sometimes we start the year feeling tired and then we finish the year and there's challenges and there's discouragement that comes along the way. And I look at this scripture today and Peter, as he says, Master, we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. That sense of impotence perhaps because we've been working hard and caught nothing and yet I'm going to unfold what God has been showing me. For others, the year ahead is an open and blank canvas which is really exciting and uh, we, can, we can create something new and fresh. Um, but drawing on the experience that we've had into, up until this point in our lives. So that's, that's, ex- that's really exciting too, if not a little challenging. For others, it's yes, Lord... We've heard your word and we're doing, we're doing what we need to do. And we're tired but nevertheless, nevertheless, no matter what has gone before, nevertheless at your word, we're going to do this. We've got to look at what changes need to be made, what's good for another season and especially given the parameters that we're working within, within COVID and not allowing fear to dictate the choices that we make, not allowing those choices that we make at this time to be led by anything other than by the Spirit of God as God speaks to us and shows us the things that we need to do. But let's get into the scripture a little deeper. You see, the multitudes were pressing around to hear the word of God. And, you know, that speaks to me about multitudes. There are, there's a hunger in the world today to look for the answers and, and for the need. And there's a, there's a hunger in people today, which I think has been mightily fueled by the, the pandemic that we're dealing with right now. And yet it's such an opportunity for us 
to be the hands of Jesus, the feet of Jesus, to speak the words of Jesus, to look with the eyes of love and compassion that God has given us and see the need and then to go with those feet that God's given us and meet those needs in the times that we're living in. So with the multitude that's pressing about and Jesus said, launch out, let's go out into, into the deep. He said, and this really gets me, he said, when he had stopped speaking, he said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. You see, he was speaking to the multitude and then he turned and he spoke to the disciples and to Simon and he said, launch out. Move out. Go out into the deep. And it's a case of hear and do. It's not just be a hearer of the word, but it's also do what the word says. So when he says launch out, it really challenged me because I I sought God and I thought, Lord, what are you telling me to do? What are you expecting of me? And this last year for me personally has been a challenge. And I've really felt the presence of God in launching out and in stepping out of a comfort zone and trusting in him and leaning on him and clinging to him and adhering to him and and making him my all in all like never before. And that same relationship that I am building in God is what I believe God wants each one of us to build in him in the times that we are living in. You see, James 1, 21 to 23 says, talks about not just being a hearer of the word, but being a doer. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and the overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. And I really contemplated that and I thought, if you're not doing what you're hearing, you're in deception. And that's a whole other sermon. But there is so much to that. And what did Simon say? Simon answered and said to him, Master... We've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And I looked at that and I thought, but, Master. And I thought, what is that? And it's the I can't syndrome. And I've been guilty of this in the past. And probably will be in the future too. Because it's the human condition when you try and do it in your strength and not in God's strength. The I can't syndrome. You see, if we are permeated by a negative outlook or if we are affected by bad things that have happened in our lives, in our past, if we are led by fear and not by faith, if we are not pressing into God and finding our strength in him and doing the things that he requires of us, there is a reason for us to have an I can't and but master syndrome. We can always find a reason not to do those things. But I really feel like God is challenging us in these days to get out of our heads, out of our thinking, out of our logic and get into our heart, get into our spirit, to see things with the eyes of faith, to see that God is a God of the impossible, 
that nothing is impossible for him. Everything that he calls us to do, because he calls us to do it, he equips us to do it. And so we can boldly say with faith, with my God, whatever he calls us to do, he will equip us to do and nothing will be impossible. Not by feelings, not by reason, but by faith. Hebrews 11, 1 to 2. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For it is by, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. We've got to walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 6 to 8. We are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. You see, while ever we're comfortable at home in the body, we are potentially not saving and doing the things that we need to do for God. While ever we are in a comfort zone and not reaching into God, not drawing close to God, there's the potential for us to get into a comfort zone and walk in the natural, walk in the flesh and not walk in the spirit. And I really believe in the days that we're in, God wants to launch us into the spirit, into a new degree of power and anointing in his spirit so that we can make a difference in the world that we're in. You see, we can say, I can't do that because sometimes we feel that we're not confident. We, we find that it's too hard. We think that sometimes it's a sense of self-worth that is not. We see ourselves the way God doesn't see us or we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. You see, each one of us is fearfully and wondrously made and God has birthed us for the kingdom for such a time as this to do the works that he has prepared for us. We are his workmanship created in him, Ephesians, to do good works. Sometimes we think, well, somebody else can do it because they're better at it. But if God is challenging us to do it and we say, no, we're being a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word. And it says, launch out into the deep. How deep? It doesn't say. But I know for a fact, I love to swim. Swimming's my thing because I'm weightless when I swim. And for those of you who um, have issues with joints and muscles and all of that sort of stuff, you would know that when you get into the water, there's just such a sense of easing in and allowing the water to carry you. And this really speaks to me when you launch out into the deep, that the deep will carry you. Jesus said, launch out into the deep. How deep are we going to go? And it's going to depend on how perfectly able we are to trust in God, to release the things of the shore as we step out into the water and as we launch out. And sometimes, like on a cold, colder day when you get into the water, you go in with your feet <laughs> And you're up to your ankles and it's like, yeah, I can cope with this. It's cool enough. And then you step out to your knees. And it talks about it in Ezekiel as well and I'll read that shortly. And it's all right to the knees but then as you get in deeper, the cold starts to creep up and it's like, do I really want to do this? And yet when you launch and just push out, the water will carry you and it's the same in God. 
trusting God as you step out on the water in faith in him. Just like the Israelites when they came to the Red Sea and they struck this and Moses struck the sea and it parted, they stepped out. Like the River Jordan when they came to, to, to move into the Promised Land and they, they had to step onto the water before the water parted. But what I'm talking about here is launching into the deep so that the water is actually going to carry you. And that speaks to me about the power of the Holy Spirit to infill you, to absolutely permeate you and saturate you and carry you through into a whole new degree of anointing in him and it's not for our benefit it's it's to do the will of the father and it's to do the will of God who has sent us and called us to this time to this place for such a time as this to set the captive free to open the blind eyes to provide for those that are in need to comfort those that are mourning and it's that Luke 4 syndrome where we are God's answer in our community in this place and in in Smithfield Plains as well and wherever the church of God is active and functioning and full of the spirit it's launching out into the deep of God and knowing that he's going to carry us knowing that he's going to take us knowing that as we walk out and not be just a hearer not just hearing it and just letting it go but we hear the word of God it saturates us it pierces our soul it goes into our hearts and we can then be melded into God in that word so that we can be a doer of the word of God amen amen too much I'm passionate about this. Since I lost my husband, I have found that my, my walk with God has become deeper and deeper and deeper because it's in the dark and it's in the recesses and it's in the, the, the quietness and the aloneness that I can draw into God without any distraction at all. And it's the silver lining in the cloud that is called grief where I can say, Lord, I know you're with me. I know you're speaking to me. I know that you're anointing me and you're equipping me. And I know that no matter what else, no matter what else happens, I will serve you all the days of my life without fear and without compromise in any way, shape or form. That's my story. It looks different for every single one of you. And some of us are walking a parallel path. And some of us are like intersecting circles where we come together and then we go out and do the things that God has for each of us. But I can only speak what God is showing me. I can't be anyone else but who God has made me to be. And I've gone right off my notes, so <laughs> I'll come back in a minute. I just want to share with you this morning about launching into the deep. You see, it depends also the greatness of our need. It's easy to press into God and it's easy to launch into God when our need is great. It's easy to say, Lord, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it when the need is great. But sometimes when we get those answers to prayer... Like the disciples, Lord, we've fished all night, we've caught nothing, we've been at it, we've been at it, we've been at it. And when we're so desirous of answers to prayer in our lives or for our family or for our community or our neighbours, we press into Jesus and the depth that we press into him is often an indicator of the depth of our need, of the depth of our desire to see God move in our situation. You see, if we stay in the shallows, all we do is muddy the water. 
We went down to the river on the 19th of December and we did some water baptisms. And when you step into the shallow, wow, it's muddy. It's really muddy. You don't see clearly in the muddy water. But as you step out, the shallow has small fish and little shrimps and yabbies. But when you go out into the deep, that's when the weight of the water will carry you and you are not splashing around in the shallows, muddying those waters. You see, deep is launching into God's word so that his spirit can open that word to us. Fresh revelation from scripture. And when you get that revelation from scripture, it's like an ocean before you, washing over you, refreshing you. The clarity of what you see when you go deep into the word of God. Amazing. Amazing. Compared to the shallow revelation of one psalm, one proverb, one chapter in the New Testament once a day. And that's okay if that's what God is asking of you. But for me, I know he's wanting me to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Know him more. Listen to his word. When I drive, and I drive a lot, I listen to the word. I let the word wash over me. When I drive for church, I put the word on and then I pray in tongues all the way and just let the word do its work in me. Can I encourage you? Get into the word. God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to you and through you. Launch deep. You see, when we launch out, there's going to be a supernatural result and we can trust God in those things. You see, the deep waters of the Holy Spirit are drawing us. And it's not just to make us feel good because if truth be known, when that conviction comes as we draw into God, it's really uncomfortable. You see, it's not just about us. It's so that we can be bearers of Jesus' love wherever we go. Let's read the scripture from Ezekiel. Ezekiel 47, 1 through 6. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and he led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east and there was water running out on the right side. Thanks, Livy. And when the man went out to the east with a line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water and it came up to my waist. And again, he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not cross for the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. 
And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? And then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. As we launch out in 2022, God will carry us. God will give us all we need. And we're going to do it in his strength. And at the end of the day, he will return us to the bank of the river. And I wonder how far we've advanced in this river of life in this time that we're living in. I wonder how far. And I think sometimes, sometimes you spend an hour in prayer and then you go and do what you need to do. And God's really challenged me about really upping the ante in prayer. Because every time... You spend that time in prayer. You spend that time seeking him. There is a supernatural result of that. It starts on the inside of you first. And then it flows out. And I'm challenged this year to spend more time in prayer. To spend more time fasting. Because I'm determined that it's launch time. It's time to launch out. And then we look at the neverthelesses of our lives. And Jesus, thanks Livy, Matthew 26, 39. He went a little farther and he fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Nevertheless at God's word, not at our word, not at our will. At God's will. Whatever you're going through, if you're in the will of God, God is going to give you the strength that you need to get through each one, each one of the challenges that you're facing. Despite the storms that are happening in your life, despite those challenges, whether it's financial or physical, whether it's health, whether it's emotional, whether it's relational, God is going to give you the strength to get through it when you're in his will. Nevertheless, despite the storms, by his word, he's going to speak it and give you the capacity to step out. Nevertheless, nevertheless, walk in that obedience that God wants you to walk in. Don't just hear it, do it. The disciples been fishing and had nothing. And they said, nevertheless, at your word. So when we step out, at God's word, we know that the result is going to be different. It's going to be the God result, not what we see or what has been historically the lack of result that we see in the natural and yet everything that we do in God, God works good through. We just may not see it outworking in this realm in this time. Despite your past, despite what you're feeling, Despite your tiredness, your desperation perhaps, your confusion, your discouragement. The fact that you feel like you've been working for years for God and not seen the result. You haven't seen the family come through. You haven't seen your loved ones come through. Maybe it's a wife, maybe it's a husband, maybe it's a partner. Maybe it's your kids or your grandkids. You haven't seen it come through. Nevertheless... Nevertheless, at the word of God, launch out into the deep because God is going to strengthen you as you do that. And just quickly, how do we prepare 
What do we do in the natural? And I think there's four things, and we can put them down to four L's. First one, practical things. We look. We examine our lives. Begin by asking yourself these questions. What is holding me back? Is it my attitude? Is there unconfessed sin in my life? Is there unforgiveness in my life? Is there relational issues that are the barrier that are holding me back? Look, examine your life and then take it to God in prayer and ask him what to do about it. It's also an aspect of trust in accepting God's sovereignty over your life and that means actively choosing to accept God's will. Actively choosing to seek after him and be a doer, not just a hearer. Actively choosing to trust him despite the circumstances that you see around you. The second L, listen. Listen to what God is saying and do it. Have you ever thought about why it is that God wakes you in the night and speaks to you? I have. That's a rhetorical question. And it's because sometimes I'm too busy in the day to hear what he's saying and he's trying to get my attention. So he wakes me at night when there's no other distraction and starts to speak into my spirit. Listen to what God is saying to you through prayer, through the reading of his word, through setting time every day to have that quiet time with him. If you drive to work, spend that time in the car just listening to his word and talking to him. Praying in the spirit. Making time to love him, making time to worship him, making time just to sit in his presence and not say anything, just listen to him. Just listen to him. Because sometimes I think that we have prayer life which is like a shopping list. And then I want this and this and this and can you do this and this and that's all okay. But we need to listen. Listen. Beloved God. What do you want to say to me today? How do you want to speak to me today? It's the intimacy that comes when we listen. You see, recognising that in silence, that intimacy with God can be so incredibly powerful. Oswald Chambers once said, You will find that he has trusted you in the most intimate way possible, with absolute silence, not a silence of despair, but one of pleasure because he saw that you could withstand an even bigger revelation. When you are completely comfortable with a person, it's possible to sit in that place with them in intimacy and not say a word. I don't know about you, but I want more of that. So I need to stop talking, don't I? The third L is learn from Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And Naomi touched on this a couple of weeks ago when she preached. Gentle and lowly of heart, and you find rest for your soul. Learn, take his yoke upon you and learn from him. Listen to him, look to him, look at yourself and learn and then launch one more time one more time no matter how many times you've stepped out to serve him or to do what you believe God has shown you to do 
and you're tired and you're weary, launch one more time, one more time. Proverbs 24, 16 says, Though a righteous man may fall seven times, he rises again. So however many times you've been knocked down, you get up one more time, then you've been knocked down. You get up and you do one more time. You give it another go. You wait. You listen. You look to God. And you learn from him. And you learn from the things that have gone before you so that you can adjust and strategize in him so that the things, the mistakes that we've made in the past, we can let go to God. We can ask forgiveness where we've been wrong, where we've, where we've been in sin, but we can learn from God and then we can launch, we can move out into the, the new season. That is him. That rain is beautiful out there. Philippians three thirteen, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I can remember listening to a message that Reinhard Bonnke preached when he was sick with cancer. He had throat cancer. This is a couple of years ago now. He was thin, he looked frail, his hair was all gone and yet the words that he spoke in this time were full of the power of God, they were full of his anointing and he said, people, this is quote, Reinhard Bonnke from 2016, people who forever seek the will of God are overrun by those who do the will of God. People who forever seek the will of God are overrun by those who do the will of God. Don't just be a seeker or a hearer, be a doer. This year, let's be overrunners and overcomers for Christ. Getting back to the basics of the word of God and prayer and worship. Let's be full of his word. Let's have that passion for his word. Let's have that passion to know him more and walk in intimacy more. Let's launch deeper into him because it's when we do that that he carries us. He strengthens us. He washes over us by his spirit. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. And he takes us through into a new season. Just quickly and then we're going to close. Psalm 69.9, zeal for your house has eaten me up and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. The NIV says, for zeal for your house consumes me and the insults of those who insult you fall on me. No matter what's come against you, let the zeal for God and his house absolutely consume us this year as we move forward in him. Psalm 84.10, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. One day serving God is better than a thousand days partying. One day loving on him and doing what you think maybe think is just a menial thing when God asks you to do it. You are the handmaid or the son of God activating by faith what God has given you to do. What an incredible privilege. What an incredible joy. 
What an incredible God we serve. This year, let's launch deep into him. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this year let us be Christ-centred, not self-centred. Let us be Christ-focused, not self-focused. Let us not be led by our own whim, but led by your spirit in everything that we say and do. And let us not be self-centred or based, but word-based in everything that we want to do. Lord, as we make the main thing the main thing this year, let us become, Lord, more committed to you, more submitted to you, more willing to launch out into you, to listen, to look at ourselves, to be introspective, but, Lord, always with a view to understand what you want to do in us so that you can work through us, Lord God. As we listen to you, let us not just be hearers, but let us be doers. Lord, as we look around and we see the need, let us learn from you. Let us sit at your feet because, Lord, as we sit at your feet, you impart to us the things we need. God, as we do those things, I pray that you would launch us, Father God, into the deep, into the deep where we can't stand, Father God, in our own strength, but we can rely on you, fully release ourselves to you, Father God, that you will carry us by your spirit. God, I pray for those in this place and those who are online who don't have a relationship with Jesus today. If that's you, Lord God, I pray that you would minister to each one now. If your heart is beating in your chest and you're saying, well, what about this God? How do I know him? How do I understand? How do I give my life? It's like this. We pray together. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead after three days, that you have conquered hell and death. I believe that because you died for me, you are my God and you are my King. I ask you to forgive my sins. I ask you to wash me, to cleanse me, to make me brand new. I ask you to take hold of my life and be the Lord of my life. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill me now. I ask you, Lord, just to wash away all those things that are weighing me down so that I can launch into you and walk the path that you have for me every day of my life, beginning today. I ask you to be my Saviour and my Lord, and I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am.